Ass podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lois Live After Show. Except I think I might have to change it to the Psychic Show. <gasps> you guys, I know that I said that we're ahead of the pulse of things here on Splash Ass, but it's getting a little freaky. I can't even tell you how random it was that I started yesterday's podcast <laughs> renaming Kylie Jenner's baby, like coming up with this name that I thought was perfect. I, I still do. It's Knight, K-N-I-G-H-T, because his sister Stormy. So it's Stormy and Knight, Stormy Knight. And then his mom, Kylie. Kylie, she goes by Kai sometimes. So Kai and Nye, there's just a lot of cute things. Okay. The Nye guy, it's adorable ish. Um, but what are the chances that after it's public, my podcast is published yesterday. I see a headline that as of yesterday, Kylie Jenner made her baby's new name official in court. Like again, there's no connection to any, it's just like, what are the chances that I would start off a podcast talking about Kylie Jenner and baby names and all that. And that was the day that she went into court. I didn't know she was in fucking court. I didn't find all this after my podcast was posted. And then I was like, what do you mean? There's a headline about Kylie Jenner's official, the legal name is changed today. Today is the day I started my podcast randomly fucking talking about a Kardashian, which I don't really do ever. Don't worry. So, um, yeah, so fucking random. I really think I might be psychic. I wish I was psycho. Maybe. Oh my God. <laughs> you guys, that would be my housewife tagline. Oh my God. Always the psycho, never the psychic. (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right. We'll get into the housewife taglines later. First, we have to get into a little below deck. Okay. I only watched one of the episodes. Again, they're pushing two a week every Monday. Like, I love you, Bravo, and I love Below Deck more than anything in the world, but, like, it's just too much content at once. We don't need it all. We have too many after shows to listen to, okay? So... We always talk about the cutaways when the crew are having their crazy nights out and then it cuts to Captain Glenn doing something chill. Except it's felt pretty staged the past couple weeks I've mentioned. This time, you guys, oh, it was perfect. It was finally a relatable scene. He was raiding the fridge, opening every single drawer. <laughs> opening every single drawer with his grubby paws looking to dive into something he's like vegetables ew no give me the ice cream it was great so they had new charter guests on you oh my god when they walked on this fucking boat mm -mm, mm -mm. they had polo shirts that they were wearing with their names stitched on the back what? What? You guys, it was genius. It was genius. I actually fucking loved it. It's There's too many names to remember on Below Deck anyways. I can barely remember the crew's name. There's no way you can remember guests. Like, yeah, you guys all should be wearing name tags 24-7, please. And honestly, I think that this should be a producer's gift to charter guests, either before or after they set sail, 
no, before, because I want to watch them all wear, <laughs> I want to watch the guests wear this like polo uniform, as well as like the crew wearing their own Parsifal, Parsifal, Parsifal at saying that, um, uniform and yeah, everyone's just in uniform, but I, I do think that the charter guests deserve a little, <laughs> a little present. I know they get a discount on their yachting experience, but yet I remind you again, <laughs> These guests actually do pay to go on vacation and get absolutely roasted on national television by the crew. Like, even the nicest people, once the charter's off the boat, somebody in their interview was like, that was absolutely dreadful. Thank fucking God they're gone. Get me 12 fucking tequilas to get rid of this bloody headache. I'm like, oh, those people like cleaned up after themselves. Those guests did the laundry for you. They they did their own laundry and they're like, fuck them. Give us more tip money, bitch. Is how I see those episodes going down. But I did have some questions talking about going down when it actually gets to the actual mechanics of sailing. So it's obviously epic when on Below Deck, they, they put up the sails and it's full steam ahead. They always... <laughs> It makes me laugh because they always play like Pirates of the Caribbean. Again, epic music when <laughs> this is what these guys do just on a daily. You know, it's like we all need, I need epic music when I'm pouring my cup of coffee. Like I did it. I I got up. Woo. So when they start sailing, they obviously heal. And that's when the boat, you know, turns at a 180 degree angle. Like they basically flip upside down and... I guess 90 degrees. But my question is, because like it makes the drawers open and food goes flying and even people like tumble a little bit. But has anybody ever rolled off? Has anybody ever rolled off? I'd be the fucking fool to do that. I don't know how it would happen, but, or like my, and then my foot would get caught on a rope or it would just be a Ashton part two situation. So, but that is my question. Like, if I had one of these yachties, I want to hear the crazy stories. Like, what have they seen? People rolling off at sea. <laughs> Hopefully not. So they did have a sailing competition with another boat. That was fun. But right after that, it cut to Alicia, the chef, prepping a fucking 10-course meal, casual. And instantly, of course, I come up with a show idea. So here it is for the day. A below-deck Top Chef Special. Let's get all of the greats. I'm talking Alicia, Ben, Rachel, a million more since there's fucking 87 spinoffs. But it could be on land, like outside a marina or something with ocean views. Keep the vibe. But let's see what these chefs got, you know? We could even take it up a level and have them sleeping over. And since the reality stars are used to being filmed, so then we get the big brother aspect of, you know, we get to see what they're doing in the house. And I'm sure some of them would hook up, all of that. But then it's also a cooking competition. And again, only for below deck chefs, please can whoever's head of content of anything at, <laughs> at this point, just if you're hiring an idea giver, I'm your fucking girl. I'm your girl. Now let's get into the Tuesday, June 27th episode of Jeff Lewis live. We had Emily Simpson. We had Shane Simpson and we had Shane Douglas. <gasps> Okay, so first we started to talk about custody. 
chatting about kids and laws and moving states and all that, we find out Jeff talks to a family law attorney almost every day. Shane and Emily are both lawyers. So all this legal talk, hearing lawyers, attorney, blah, 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 all these, it made me have one of those questions (laughs) where it's so ridiculous that I don't know the answer to this. Yet I bet a lot of other people don't either. Like, it's one of those where you're like, I'm too old to have to ask this question. I should know by now. But I didn't. Are attorneys and lawyers the same thing? I guess it's a good thing that I don't know that, you know? (laughs) But now I do, because I looked it up, of course. So, uh, no, they are not the same thing. Basically, all attorneys are lawyers. Not all lawyers are attorneys. It's the same thing as mezcal and tequila. <laughs> I instantly was like, oh, this is mezcal and tequila. Lawyers are mezcal. Attorneys are tequila. And basically, to be an attorney, you are a lawyer who also practices in the court of law. So you actually go to the courtroom. So that's the difference. Just like, again, all tequilas are mezcals, but not all mezcals are tequila. So I'm glad that <laughs> I'm glad that it took an alcohol analogy for me to understand, but such is life. So Shane works full time at a law firm right now, and Emily's taking a little break and focusing on the kids, which is just a break from law, not a break from life, because if anything, her workload is probably quadrupled being with those youngins which are adorable, who are, they're the cutest, by the way. You know I've talked about this. I love seeing them on the show. They're the best. And Emily wants to get back to, like, consulting or doing things once the kids are a little bit older. You guys, another fucking show idea, okay? So, you know Emily, the law girl? She has, like, a law podcast. Um, lawyer, I'm gonna look this up quick. YouTube. Um, Emily D. Baker. Okay. Emily D. Baker. It has, she has a, she always talks about like Bravo cases in depth. She has a really great YouTube channel. Emily Simpson, another Emily. We got Shane, Shane, Emily, Emily. Um, so Emily Simpson, they, her and Emily D. Baker are both lawyers. They should be doing a podcast or some show together. Not a podcast. No, this should be like a daytime television show. The Emily's, the Emily's. And we can workshop the name, but the concept is the two of them who seem like they'd have wicked good energy together. They're very entertaining to watch. They've proven that they can have, create content, all of that. And they can give advice to people that need it on law stuff. Boom. Oh my fuck. And they can throw in some tidbits about like reality TV or news stuff and to pop culture. That's the word. Um, pop culture law shit. There we go. Okay. Another one. The shows are flowing today. Now Jeff is talking about how he hired someone to mediate or be a lawyer or something. They got real serious. And for his first attorney, he said... This is what I picked up on. He says, I want a guy that's soft, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And I didn't hear past the blah, 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 because I just, I absolutely lost it. Like, I get that he meant someone calm and not aggressive, but to hear the words, (laughs) I want a guy that's soft (laughs) to come out of Jeff Lewis's mouth. It was enough to push me over the immature edge on this overly caffeinated Tuesday. Then Jeff asks if people hijack their time, (laughs) meaning 
if they ask Emily and Shane law questions, since they're both lawyers and Emily, oh, bless her soul. She's, <laughs> she's like, yeah, you, you can hijack, but most of the people would call the police. You know, it's not a great idea. And <laughs> she thought he was going to hijack the kid. And, <laughs> and just the advice you get, like, yeah, you can. They most likely call the police. No, yeah, they'll for sure call the police and don't hijack the kid. Okay, let's not. But <laughs> oh, it's adorable. So Emily finished filming about eight months ago for Real Housewives of Orange County. She had a slight nervous breakdown after realizing she was eating too much, drinking too much, not sleeping enough, not exercising enough during filming. Sounds like story of my life. But, you know, life works in cycles. And not to sound like a stoner surfer, but it's all about riding the wave, man. And for real, like sometimes you're in a healthy cycle. Sometimes you get stuck in a bad habit cycle. We've all been in both. And I'm just happy that she found her balance. So she <laughs> to find that, she got some liposuction, went on Manjaro for a little bit, ended up changing her diet completely, working out. And honestly, she feels the healthiest she's ever been, which is amazing, but it makes me so mad at the food industry and the way that we're all taught nutrition, because that's what made me change the way I ate like over a decade ago, because I found out it was all just connected and all, yeah, they'll just pump whatever into you and we just accept it because it tastes fucking delicious. And the things that we think are healthy, that they advertise and market to us as being healthy they most of the time aren't, you know, it's all like marketing, branding, and it just makes me want to like, ugh, ugh, just can we all can we go back to like a farmer dropping off a crate of <laughs> wheat and vegetables at your doorstep? <laughs> And ice cream for Captain Glenn, of course. We know he doesn't want his vegetables. And neither does Monroe because apparently she ate McDonald's about every day in Paris. Uh, she doesn't like much food. What about pasta and butter? I Or peanut butter and jelly? I suggest as if he hasn't tried everything, I'm sure. But Shane... Simpson, I know we got lots of Shane's going on. He has a similar situation with his child being a picky eater. So he took his son to the grocery store to be like, welcome to the candy land of food, food land. And you can pick out what you want. Like, let's just find something different for you to eat, which I love that strategy. <laughs> and the kid chose wheat thins. <laughs> Oh man, he's got great taste. Those things are fucking addicting. But again, sorry to go back to the food industry. Wheat thins, good taste, marketed as being nutritious, still processed food that's not good for you. And we need to stop talking about wheat thins because, because my self-control is feeling very low today and I don't want to end up at the grocery store in 20 minutes. So Shane and Emily, they have gone to therapy together, but last week he made her laugh so much at therapy. She was like, what the fuck? Why are we here? What are we doing? And I was just like, why aren't the cameras rolling for that? All we ever see is depressing shit going on in therapy. I want to see them having a good fucking time. Yes, I really like them as a couple, though. When we first met them on screen, their relationship it was a bit dicey at times. But again, everyone's it's about riding the wave. And you can just feel the genuine love that they have for each other and their family. So 
fuck that two, two, two rule and just keep doing what you're doing, kids, because you're crushing it. But also that two, two, two rule. What, what was that? Like two vacations, two date nights, two. You can sleep with two people a year that aren't your significant other. What? That was one. Right. I forget. Um, Jeff did ask Emily a bunch of questions about what's going on this season of Housewives. Must not have been a Bravo Marshall there. That is all I'm gonna say. But Emily's a pro again. That's why she needs a show with Emily D. Baker. I swear that would just be tell. I can just tell that would be television gold. Jeff wants to mediate between Emily and Kelly Dodd. Filming that could also be television gold. But Emily, <laughs> Emily's like, I don't even know why we're fighting. I don't know why she wants to fight with me. And Shane is like, yikes, Jeff. Like, why are all your friends fighting in the first? Why do you need to ask if this person can hang out with this person? And just like, you don't even know. I have to constantly consider who's going where, which people to invite, etc. I just want to avoid the drama. <laughs> I swear, that entire friend group who are all so successful and have everything going for them, all the opportunities at their little fingertips that some of us would fucking kill for. I just can't understand why is there so much turmoil? Like, there is too much good for them all to have there be bad. It's like since a lot of them are from the Los Angeles area, it feels like it's in their blood to just create these mini soap operas everywhere they go. And obviously we love fucking talking about it. So you don't ever need to change, but I will call it out because guess what? All of our lives are little movies. And yeah, unfortunately, sometimes it's a horror film or something sad, but most of the time it's create your own genre. So personally, my day-to-day movie is a satiric comedy. Dramedy, drama mean, all a dream. It was all a dream. I used to read Water Magazine. No, I'm just saying that if you don't like the soap opera, change the channel, you know? Put on the comedy. So Howard from Boston calls to let Emily know that she's turned into a shit stirrer over the years. Which, just like Patty the Hillside Stranger yesterday, rebranding ghosting into dismissive avoidant, Emily rebrands shitster to, I don't know, truth teller, uncomfortable seeker, some shit. And I would call it more, I get paid to do this shit, you know? I call it a paying cast member. Yeah, the uh, Howard, she wants to keep her fucking job. And we want her to, too. Too, 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 too. I feel sometimes like I am the human embodiment of a squirrel. Now, another caller asks Emily about her tagline, and she lets us know that she records about 10 or a bunch, and the editors, producers, they all decide. You guys, I have forever found the tagline so cringy. Like, I just fast forward. I don't even know what they are, because I'm a... I won't watch the show if I listen to your tag. No, it like cuts the value of the show to me because again, it's so fucking cheesy. They're all so cringy. Case in point, Emily says that Shane came up with Shane Simpson again. Although Shane Douglas would create some epic taglines too. We know that. But Shane Simpson, her husband, to clarify, if we don't fucking know that, Amy, she, he, he, (laughs) this spiraled. Okay, Shane gave Emily a wicked good tagline and she was hoping that they would use that one, but instead they picked one about a taco. I don't know why we didn't ask what was the one that Shane came up with. 
guys, I'm telling you, get me in this fucking studio. I love you. So another caller asks Emily how she how she got over Tamra calling her Shrek. That's a fucking compliment, okay? Shrek is the fucking shit. I always say that if I was a Disney princess, it would be Princess Fiona in ogre form a million times over. Being an ogre is fun, okay? Summers are supposed to be fun. Ogres are supposed to be fun. And you should try it sometime, Tamara, all right? You just might like it. And maybe you could try telling some people about Splash of Sass podcast because they might like it too. And I love you forever. I don't just like you. I fucking love you guys forever. And I know you guys are wicked smart, but since we obviously can't know everything, we can't know lawyers, attorneys, all that, you know, let me just say the background for my Insta story today. That is the U.S. Capitol building. And I found it very fitting for all the legal talk today. So we will be back tomorrow with more Splash of Sass podcast. In the meantime, follow on Insta. You can subscribe, like all that shit, review. I don't know. I've just fucking, I have it told you I love you. Okay. See you tomorrow. Bye. Splash. Splash, splash, splash your sails, splash your sails.